Hello, Community Health Center advocates. This is Kristen St. John, and welcome to this week's Advocacy in Minutes. Today is March 3rd, 2021, and here's the latest in advocacy and more in minutes. Joining me today is the NAC advocacy team, Marie McCauley and Shamal Shepard. We're excited to celebrate Women's History Month with you. In the 55 years that community health centers have been operating, there have been incredible women propelling our mission to provide primary care to people who are medically underserved. This month, we will salute many of the women who laid out the groundwork for the movement we have today. Shamal, what's going on on the Hill? Early Saturday morning on February 26th, the House passed the America Rescue Plan of 2021. The vote was 219 to 212, with no Republicans voting for the bill and two Democratic members voting against the bill. Included in this packet are the following funding items related to health centers. $7.6 billion in flexible emergency COVID-19 funding for health centers and health center program lookalikes. $800 million for the National Health Service Corps, $200 million for the Nurse Corps, and $330 million for the Teaching Health Center Graduate Medical Education Programs, all of which support the health center workforce. Investments in Medicaid to support vaccination efforts and other critical services, $7.5 billion in funding for the CDC for vaccine administration and distribution to be dispersed to support states, local, tribal, and territorial public health departments, community vaccination centers, and mobile vaccination units. $47.8 billion to HHS to implement a national testing strategy and contract tracing surveillance, and $7.6 billion to HHS to expand the public health workforce. This package also includes expanding children's health programs, ACA exchange upgrades, and mental behavioral health care. The package includes a $15 minimum wage increase, which the Senate has already stripped from the bill. Senate Democrats were trying to find ways around the stripped provision. However, they have now dropped that effort to speed passage of the package. Democrats want the bill signed into law by March 14th, which would save 11 million people from losing unemployment benefits that expire that day. The Senate will take up the package later this week for debate and is expected to pass it this week. The Senate will then send the bill back to the House the following week of March 8th. It is expected that the House will vote on the Senate revised package on March 11th and send it to President Biden for final signature. The Subcommittee on Health of the Committee on Energy and Commerce held a hearing on Tuesday, March 2nd on telehealth. The hearing was entitled, The Future of Telehealth, How COVID-19 is Changing the Delivery of Virtual Care. Witnesses included representatives from the American Medical Association, the Medicare Rights Center, and the Harvard Medical School. House Budget Chairman John Yarmuth said Friday that President Biden is not expected to submit his fiscal 2022 budget request to Congress until mid to late April. Marie, is there anything else going on in the policy world for health centers? Hey, Shamal. On March 3rd at 10 a.m. Eastern, the Senate Finance Committee is expected to vote favorably on Javier Basara's nomination to be the next HHS secretary. After this committee vote, the nomination vote heads to the full Senate for a final vote to confirm Basara. The final vote has not yet been scheduled in the Senate. The Biden administration also announced they will distribute three to four million vaccines to states, pharmacies, and community health centers this week. 2 million will go to states, territories, and tribes. The rest will be divided between pharmacies and health centers. CMS will be raising payment for Medicare telehealth distance site services to $99.45, up from the current $92.03. NAC will continue to advocate with Congress and the Biden administration for making permanent Medicare and Medicaid policies on distance site audio-only payment equal to the in-person rate. 
And due to the public health emergency, the current administration has opened a special enrollment period from February 15th to May 15th, 2021, allowing individuals to purchase marketplace insurance at healthcare.gov. Kristen, what's happening in health centers? Thanks, Marie. NAC and the California Primary Care Association are partnering with other 340B experts to coordinate a Twitter chat event on March 4th at 1 p.m. Eastern. We will address negative press regarding the delay of the EpiPen insulin executive order by educating the public about the pharmacy services available at community health centers and highlighting that patients can already access low cost drugs through 340B programs. Follow hashtag protect340B on Twitter to participate in the conversation. Also, as a friendly reminder to health center staff, please complete the weekly HRSA slash BPHC COVID-19 survey. Your responses are critical to identify community health center needs and make a case for community health centers related to addressing the COVID-19 crisis. This data will inform decision-making on allocation for COVID-19 vaccine. Marie, back to you. Thanks, Kristen. And advocates, don't forget the Grassroots Advocacy Leadership Program, or ALP, is an extended skill building program that will begin during the 2021 Policies and Issues Forum on March 12th, 2021, and continue through September 2021. It is designed to provide intensive training and hands-on experience in all aspects of health center advocacy. You can register at NAC.org. You can also register for the 2021 Policies and Issues Forum on the NAC website. Learning opportunities will be available to health center advocates, including a webinar by our partners at the Congressional Management Foundation. Another learning opportunity is our March 30 webinar entitled Power Shifts in Washington, How Elections Affect Advocacy Strategies. A new Congress means new committee and subcommittee chairs, new alliances, and significant changes in the political terrain on Capitol Hill. When power shifts in Congress from one political party to the other, an advocate who may have been represented by an anonymous backbencher the year before might become the conduit to the most important legislator for their cause. This presentation will show advocates the value of identifying key committee chairs and why some citizen advocates have more influence than others in specific parts of the legislative process. Register in the link in our Washington update. Thanks team. And for our listeners, some quick reminders. Please continue to refer to our HC Advocacy Coronavirus Advocacy Tools webpage in this challenging time. You can find the advocacy website at hcadvocacy.org. Also, make sure you're subscribed to our Washington Update so you can see more Health Center news and what we're reading. And in order to keep up with all of the upcoming events, visit hcadvocacy.org calendar. For further support, please email us at grassroots at NAC.org or follow us on Twitter and Facebook using at HC Advocacy. As always, a huge thank you to all of our advocates for your strong advocacy efforts. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy. We'll be back next week.